right here. Is that uh, cord on there, guys? Slide that underneath that, would you? There we go. That's better. All right. All right, I want to make sure that this isn't going to fall over when I stand on it tonight. Yeah. Well, it's a little late tonight. I know that if you're looking at your watches, I'm sure a few of you have watched already or looked, and you'll notice that we're running a little late, and we decided we were going to extend the service an hour and a half tonight. And uh, <clears throat> so we're going to move along here. We're not going to take too much longer. Actually, tonight I'm just going to... I'm going to share maybe a, a little lesson that I shared about a week ago in a Go Rally here. I, I want to talk to you tonight just very briefly, and uh, it may take a little longer. I've added a couple of small little things here and there, tried to structure it a little, but I'm going to throw it out a little bit and just see what happens. But we're grateful to the Lord for what He's done at Community Baptist Temple. We're thankful for the opportunities that He has availed us to and the, just the many blessings, again, that He's bestowed upon us. The blessings that we've experienced are not by chance. They're a direct result of obeying God's Word. Nothing does happen by chance in this life. Sometimes we have an idea or somehow feel that people get lucky. Well, the last time I checked, the Bible doesn't talk about luck. It does talk about God's hand and God's presence and God's power. It talks about God's blessing. And I believe that the blessings that Community Baptist Temple have experienced is because of the obedience of God's people. I want to encourage you to continue to be obedient. Community Baptist Temple will only thrive and will only succeed as we as individuals succeed in our Christian lives and walks. There is no church without the people. The people determine the strength of a church, the well-being of the church. Again, the health of a church, like a body is determined on its members. If any one portion or part is sick, then all is hurting. It's important that we are sincere about our faith and our walk with Jesus Christ. Well, I remember hearing uh, of a man at sea who was very, very seasick. If there's a time when a person feels that they cannot do any work for the Lord, it's usually then. At least that's my observation. And when this particular man was sick, he heard that a man had fallen overboard. And he was wondering if he could do anything to help save him. He finally laid hold of a light. And he held it up in the porthole. The drowning man was saved. When this man got over his attack of sickness, he was up on the deck that day, and uh, that, uh, a, a day later or two, and he was talking to the man who had been rescued. The, sa- the saved man gave his testimony, and he said that he had gone down the second time, and it was, he was just going down for the last time, when he put out his hand, just then, he said, just then, someone held a light at the portal, and the light fell on his hand. And the man caught him by the hand and pulled him into the lifeboat. Seemed a rather small thing to do just to simply hold up a lamp, hold up a light. Yet it saved the man's life. You know, so often you and I, like that sick man, feel very inadequate, very insufficient, don't we? We feel as though there's no way in the world God could use us to do a mighty work on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's as simple as holding up 
the light. We've gotten the idea today that teaching a lesson or riding a bus or singing in the choir is what the Christian life's about. We somehow come to the conclusion that if we're up on stage or out front, then somehow we're doing something very important for Jesus Christ. But that's not what the Christian life is really about. The Christian life is really about making a difference and an impact in people's lives. The real work of the ministry and the real work of the Christian is to hold up the light. To simply hold up the light and allow others to see the light. I'd disband our entire Sunday school staff today if it meant that people could go out and hold up the lamp and win a soul, train them, and then send them back out to do the same thing. I'd get rid of every adult Bible class leader today if that's what it took to get that job done. I don't think that there's any more important business in the Christian's life than to hold up the lamp. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Hold up the light. You don't need to be good looking, intelligent. You don't even need to be talented. You just need to be willing to hold up the light. You don't have to be strong or in good health. You don't have to be young. There's not a person in this room that can't hold up the light. You just have to be willing. That feeble man there sick on that boat felt as though there was nothing he could do to help that drowning man in the, the, the midst of his sickness, his illness, his hurt, he just simply found the light and he lifted it up in the porthole. He thought to himself, it's the least I can do. I doubt it will make any difference. But later he found out it was that light that led that man to that lifeboat and led up his hand so that one could reach down and grab him out of the storm and out of the sea and into the lifeboat. We're told that holding up the light is something that God wants us to do. Jesus said, and if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw men unto me. We're to hold up the light and the light will draw men unto himself. You know, we're quick to take credit for men coming to the light, aren't we? It's not our polished delivery perfect diction or flawless presentation, but the light Himself that draws us. I'm all for training and preparing and readying ourselves. And if you're lazy and sluggardly about it, then God help you. I was very disappointed with the soul winning class. May I express why? I'm your pastor and let me pastor you for a moment. I worked very hard to prepare that class. But I got the impression that very few people worked very hard at mastering the class. Many people attended the class, but I don't think very many people tried to understand, learn, and apply the class. 
because I didn't see the homework being done. I think there were four or five people that did the homework from the one week out of 50. Now, I'm not trying to be, I'm not angry, I'm not upset. I am disappointed. Because I'll be honest with you, God is not impressed with you sitting in these pews tonight. God's not impressed with you singing your little specials and singing in the choir. That doesn't impress God tonight. It doesn't even impress God for me to stand behind this pulpit and go off on a rhetorical rant. It's not impressive to God to watch us perform even down at the, the, the competition, if that's indeed as far as it goes. Teaching a Sunday school class doesn't impress God. What impresses God is when we hold up the light. Let me tell you something. People don't go to heaven just because some teacher teaches a Sunday school lesson. They go to heaven because someone lifts him up. I'm sorry to say today in Christianity, it seems to me that we have lost sight of what God counts most important. And that's the winning of other people. That's winning people to Christ, training them to be what we are, and sending them back out to do what we've done. If all we did this year at Community Baptist Temple was win people to Christ, train them in discipleship, and then send them back out to win others to Christ, we will be a huge success. And our numbers will be, we will have to be begging God for finances to build another building beside the one we just bought. I mean that. And it is not about, by the way, do not misunderstand the motivation here. Because I'm sure that it could pass through the minds of someone simply because Satan would be very pleased to get someone to believe that this is about the pastor building an empire. This is about growing the church numerically and drawing attention to ourselves. It has nothing to do with using people to build the church. It has everything to do with using the church to build people. That world out there needs a light. They are, they are just meandering about in darkness and they will slip off into the pits of hell if someone doesn't hold up the light. And we can go ahead and pretend to be holy and pretend to be godly and walk around talking about our music and talk about our standards and tell everybody why we're so much better than they are. But I'm going to promise you one thing. In eternity, when we stand before Jesus Christ and we give an account for those days, those hours, those minutes, those weeks, those years that we have spent in this life on this earth, we will not be pleased to give our report unless we have held up the light. Nor will he. The lampstands of the temple were to burn continually. There came a day when the lamps went out, meaning the light went out. And in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, the Bible says, And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered here, Am I? The Lord didn't approach the priest. He didn't contact the king. He didn't call a mighty man of valor that night. Instead, he spoke to a boy, Samuel. He spoke to someone that would obey his voice and keep the lamp lit and burning. 
And I believe tonight that God is speaking to you. That He's calling out to you. He's calling out to me. It's the world that's perishing in sin. And He's saying, Hold up the light! Keep the lamp burning! Hold up the light! There's a world that's lost and in darkness. They cannot find their way. Hold it up. That's right, hold it up! A little higher! A little higher! In the midst of the storm, hold up the light. In the midst of your hurt, hold up the light. In the midst of, the, uh, of danger, heartache, and opposition, hold up the light. A soul is desperate for that light. A soul is perishing tonight. They're about to go under for the last time. They're frantically and desperately reaching out. You say, but I've been out there and they don't seem very desperate and they don't seem very frantic. And every home in this church seems to be in order. But clearly, within the next year, we'll see the ones that aren't. Things aren't always what they seem. It works both ways, doesn't it? I beg you to do two things in your life this year. I beg you to quit lying to yourself about the condition of your marriage and your families. And it begins with you truly identifying and judging your heart for purity and holiness. Be honest with yourself. Because if there are impurities in your heart, it will show in your attitude and actions. And it will only destroy everyone around you. Number two, hold up the light. Your children will benefit more from you holding up the light than you giving them a college education. Your children will benefit more from you holding up the light than from you attending church three days a week and doing nothing else. I want to encourage you to hold up the light. It, it's a commitment. And you're not always comfortable, but let me say, you don't have to be anybody or anything but willing. Amen. That's all you have to be. But I just don't feel I could do a good job. You don't have to do anything more than you can. Just hold up the light. But I don't have the ability, the gift of gab. I, I, don't, I don't do as well. I'm an introvert. I'm not an extrovert. Just hold up the light. Just hold it up. But I, I just don't... Just hold up the light. No special talent. It's not based on our age, our abilities, our intelligence. Just simply will we hold it up. See, it may not seem like much right now, holding up the light. We may not feel like many are getting it, or that it's making much of a difference. But as we heard tonight, it does. 
And in eternity, there will be scores of souls that will echo the testimony of that drowning man. I'd gone down the second time and was just going down again for the last time. When I reached out my hand, just then, someone held a light at the porthole. And the light fell on my hand. And a man caught me by the hand and pulled me into the lifeboat. Hold up the light. Plenty of people are overboard. They're doing their best just to stay afloat. There's a myriad of those who are sinking. Scores of people going down for the final time. Hold up the light. A vessel was caught in a storm on Lake Erie. They were trying to make for the harbor of Cleveland. And at the entrance of the port, they had what are called the upper lights and the lower lights. Away back on the bluffs were the upper lights burning brightly enough. But when they came near the harbor, they couldn't see the lights showing the entrance to it. The pilot said he thought that they had better just go back out onto the lake again. The captain, on the other hand, said he was sure that they would go down if they went back. And he urged the pilot to do whatever he could to gain the harbor. The pilot said that there's very little hope of making for the harbor. Nothing to guide me. How, how am I going to steer the ship? Nonetheless, they tried. They did all they could to get her into the harbor. She rode on the top of the waves and then into the rough of the sea, and at last they found themselves stranded on the beach where the vessel was dashed to pieces. See, someone had neglected the lower lights. and They'd gone out. We need to take warning. God keeps the upper lights burning as brightly as they've ever burned. But He's left us down here to keep the lower lights burning. We've got to hold up the light. Keep those lamps burning. Brightly beams our Father's mercy. From His lighthouse evermore. But to us He gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the lower lights be burning. Send a gleam across the way. Some poor struggling fainting seamen you may rescue, you may save. Hold up the light. Keep those lamps burning. Never forget that the most important business of the believer is holding up the light. More important than anything else you could do with your Christian life is hold up the light. Father, we come to you. Speak to our hearts even now. Move in us to hold up the light. God of heaven, help us.
to never forget how important it is seeing that you sent your only begotten Son to do the very same thing. May we not lose sight of what is most important. 